0: show the world we
1: Well, good afternoon. Welcome to The Political Strategist. This is your podcast host, Brenda K. Sanders. I'm back on the podcast today. Uh, You know, I'm back on here to talk about government gang stalking. I mean, it's a term that I was not familiar with. I was uh, told and uh, familiarized with this term maybe five or six years ago. I didn't know what it, 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 it meant. I've, I've soon learned what it, what it means. It means, you know, when a lot of government entities gang up to harass a person, and I have suffered from those entities, the harassment of those entities. Uh, one of those entities is the Attorney Discipline Board, Michigan. Attorney discipline board you know uh, maybe almost up uh, let's see in 2015 when I uh, I was still a judge but they served uh, notice to me at an address I had not lived at for years and years even before I became a judge saying they were going to put my license, my law license, in an inactive status. And I'm like, why would you serve those papers at an address where I had not lived for 11 or at least 12 years, 11 or 12 years? And why didn't you serve those papers at a an address which you knew I was uh, at in South Carolina and or at my court address at the 36th District Court. And I maintained that it was to get a distinct advantage in the proceedings and to uh, take my law license by default, which is exactly what happened. And the way I found out is that I I, uh, went on the State Bar Michigan website to pay my bar dues and was told that I could not pay them. And I was like, why? And only to be directed to this decision by the Attorney Discipline Board that I was placed in an active status based on a physical, mental uh, disability. And so I've been fighting the Attorney Discipline Board ever since then. let it go for a few years because I was in South Carolina recovering from my violent removal as a judge from the 36th District Court. And then when I finally recovered emotionally and spiritually, I decided, well, let me at least practice law and return to Michigan to practice law. Well, that didn't happen. And they've had my law license in uh, hostage, holding my law license literally hostage ever since. Uh, the Attorney Discipline Board is represented by the state attorney general, that is Dana Nessel's office. And I uh, first uh, filed a lawsuit against the Attorney Discipline Board in the federal court. In, I believe it's 2016, asking them to uh, definitely set aside this um, very hideous decision indicating that I was incapable of practicing law because of a physical or mental disability. And so this year, again, uh, what, what I did, I filed a request, a petition before the Attorney Discipline Board. In 2019, again, please reinstate my license to active status. I went before a panel. I uh, testified under oath, under vigorous cross-examination. I did everything that was required of me, only to have the Attorney Discipline Board issue a decision. Uh, I don't know, I think it was like 60 days later, saying that I was denied, my petition was denied. Uh, No, nothing, no real reason was really given for the denial that was uh, based on fact or, or that was supported by any factual evidence whatsoever. I mean, like I said, I got up on a witness stand and placed myself uh, vulnerably under cross-examination by the attorney discipline uh, board attorneys and state attorney generals, uh, 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 lawyers. You know, when they're always trying to do something racist, they use a black woman to do in a black woman. So they conveniently had a black female attorney to challenge my request to put my license back in active status. My law license is currently in um, inactive status, involuntarily, of course. And so, uh, based on that decision in uh, what was now uh, 2020, I filed, again, another lawsuit requesting that the Attorney Discipline Board, well, actually suing the Attorney Discipline Board for keeping my license in inactive status based on the reasons that they cited in 2015. We're now going into a eight-, nine-year period of inactive status of my law license. And the Attorney Discipline Board continues to maintain that they have a valid reason for holding my license in inactive status. Dana Nessel's office is now the Attorney General that is resisting my efforts to get my law license back in active status. And I received an email from them today indicating that they're challenging my latest effort to recover damages for what I believe is an unlawful government intrusion uh, to uh, limit me, well, to prevent me from practicing law. In the state of Michigan, or anywhere, for that reason, to prevent me from being, you know, uh, being employed as an attorney, I can still practice law as a proper uh, litigant. But it's for my own interests. Uh, but it prevents me from engaging in the practice of law for others, and it prevents me from running as a judge. And I think that's the ultimate reason to. Uh, prevent me ever again from running as a judge for any office whatsoever. And the reason I say that is because, uh, you know, whether or not you have a law license, you can run for Congress, you can run for the Senate, you can run for state office, those offices do not require a law license uh, to qualify for a, a, a valid access. But uh, these people have continued to resist any effort of, I have brought to get my lot license back in active status. And I wonder why Dana Nestle's office would take such a position. It's without merit, it's without a uh, basis. And uh, the email that I got today from the, uh, Dana Nestle's office, it wasn't from Dana Nestle herself, from one of her uh, attorneys. You know, usually like I said, they play this political game of getting a black female lawyer to do in a black female lawyer. I got another email from them today, and the email was this. We believe that we are acting uh, to keep your license under government immunity 11th Amendment immunity, that means that you can't uh, challenge us. There's no challenge. Uh, Does it sound like we're in America? (laughs) We're government, uh, we're the government, and you can't challenge us. Of course, that is a position, but that, there are very many exceptions to the governmental immunity exception. And so I'm going to, once they file their brief, I'm going to file my brief countering their position that they have a right to hold on to my law license for no reason. The reason you stated is that I was incapable of practicing law based on a mental disability or physical, they said physical as well. Well, where is that factual? Where is that proven? Where's the evidence showing that? I've been filing lawsuits all over the place, and there's no encumbrances, there are no obstacles to me practicing law, to me going in courtrooms, communicating with judges and other lawyers, to me filing briefs, uh, authoring briefs, legal briefs, filing them. And so here we go again with a political decision I think it's in concert with the government gang-stalking and military gang-stalking that I've suffered. And we have Dana Nessel, a supposed Democrat, um, engaging in this government gang-stalking, this government injustice to keep my loan license for no reason. And, I mean, she already did in a prosecutor, Eric Smith, but you have no reason to do me in. You have no political reason and no factual reason at this time to deny my request that my license be released once again. And so I'm in this battle now, it appears, to uh, to uh, recover my law license once again. So I wanted to come on here on the political strategist to just talk about this effort. Uh, we're in federal court. I, I somehow think I made a mistake filing in federal court. I should have filed it in state court in the Wayne County Circuit Court where everyone can see in Wayne County what's going on. Um, but It's currently in, in federal court. Uh, I have filed a number of counts against the Attorney Discipline Board for presenting me in a false light Uh, you know, libel, defamation all over again because of these false things that they're saying. And uh, uh, when intensely challenged, they still come up with the same position. You cannot practice law. Uh, And uh, I, I learned that again today. And they're in fact filing a legal brief to undergird their legal position Uh, of this in this case. And I'm in the Federal Court Sanders versus Attorney Discipline Board, case number 223, CV 10778. I think it's insane. It's ludicrous. It's insanely political. And it's it's very hateful and uh, discriminatory. I believe it is very, very discriminatory. And I, I find it offensive that you uh, have uh, you know, openly claimed that you are a gay woman and you don't want discrimination, but you are uh, definitely imposing discrimination against me. It's very, very disconcerting that this is what is taking place over and over and over. I think it, it at some time is going to become a criminal act, if not already, because basically, is based on a false assertion that I cannot practice law based on a physical or mental disability. And so it's false. The premise, the whole thing has become false at this time. Okay, so thank you. Thank you for listening to The Political Strategist uh, here on Anchor. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And I will continue to, uh, of course, uh, podcast about what's going on in this case and bring it to you, the listeners, and of course, many uh, your voters as well. Your voters as well. And so we can't have this kind of, uh, I mean, I, I, I think it's like governmental uh, harassment going on in our country. I mean, it's taking place right before our very eyes and we just have to accurately identify who's doing what, I, I believe that as black Americans, we have been desensitized and, you know, led to believe that if you vote for, support the Democratic Party, you will be free from harassment or discrimination. And, and that's, that hasn't been the case with me. In fact, it is under a Democratic president's, and I lost my judge seat, and my law license, well, I didn't lose it, but it's in an active status. It might as well be lost. And so all the hard work that I put into studying for law school and passing the bar it has basically been put on hold and, uh, and uh, silenced at this point. And like I said, we're dealing with democratic administrations doing these kinds of things. So thank you for listening. To the political strategist, thank you for tuning in. Kind of wanted to let you know what was going on uh, in my case. I will talk to you next time.
2: Drive a great big Cadillac, against the white walls, TV antennas in the back. You. in the back You may not have a car at all But remember brothers and sisters You can still stand tall Just be thankful For what you got? Diamond in the back, sunroof top, in the scene with a gangster lean. diamond in the back, sunroof top, in the scene with a gangster lean. drive a great big can i